Welcome to Sports Cars, a podcast where Chicago sports broadcasting pioneer and a national legal expert get into the legal goings of sports. And now your hosts, Chet Kovic and Lester Munson. Roger Clemens on trial, and you've come to the right place to find out what will transpire in the nation's capital as uh, the rocket faces charges of perjury. How are you doing, everybody? I'm Chet Kopic, along with uh, the primetime ESPN legal analyst Lester Munson. We're brought to you, of course, by the marvelous people at John Coyne's American Taxi, Chicago's premier, Chicago's primetime suburban taxi service, Winnetka, Naperville, Arlington Heights, whatever suburb you happen to live in, Make it a point. Always rely on the excellence of American Taxi. All right, uh, here's the first thing I'm really curious about, uh, Lester, uh, as we uh, kind of work our way in a roundabout fashion to uh, <laughs> Roger Clemens. Uh, I logged on to uh, CNN.com last night, and I've always had uh, uh, a fair amount of respect for what the people down in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, do with their news-gathering operation. But uh, that respect uh, took a wallop last night. Uh, this was uh, uh, the kind of wallop that I think I'll probably remember 30 years from now. <laughs> CNN.com had Kim Kardashian commenting on the jury decision of not guilty on the principal counts involving Casey Anthony. Why would CNN.com want, want Kim Kardashian? You're asking me as a legal commentator on television whether I think Kim Kardashian belongs in the role that I try to play. I don't think so. Kim Kardashian <laughs> has roles that she was born to play. Legal commentator is not one of them. There's All right, no my friend, uh, here is my first question about uh, Roger Clemens. If you are Rusty Harden, his uh, principal attorney, and the, uh, the Clemens legal team, and I have not heard anybody talk about this, but in my opinion, it's a major factor in what's going to unfold in the nation's capital over the next uh, three, four, possibly five weeks. How do you get the jury to like Roger Clemens, who is a remarkably, a dramatically unlikable man? That is the big question. Uh, Rusty Harden is the kind of lawyer who has the capacity to connect with juries. He has performed miracles with juries in Texas. He is facing a different kind of jury in the District of Columbia. The jury will probably be two-thirds white, one-third black, a lot of suburban people in upscale neighborhoods from the District of Columbia. How can he possibly persuade them Roger Clemens is a nice guy? I don't know. I know they're working on it. I know he has rehearsed Clemens. I know he has instructed him. He has told him how to sit, what to do as he's sitting at the table during the trial. Will Clemens listen? He has not listened to previous advice that Hardin gave him. Um, I'm afraid... If you're worried about Roger Clemens, there's plenty to worry about because his obnoxious persona will become a part of this trial one way or the other, despite what Rusty Harden does. Rusty Harden could handle him as well as any lawyer in this country, and it's not going to be enough. All right, Lester, uh, quoting uh, Faye Vincent, former uh, commissioner of uh, Major League Baseball, the man who replaced uh, the late uh, Bartlett Giamatti, regarding uh, the Hall of Fame and uh, Roger Clemens, quote, even if he's acquitted, I don't think he gets into the Hall of Fame for a long while. All this case is going to do, I think, is destroy Roger Clemens. I I think Faye Vincent has it just about right. Faye Vincent was always an independent, very analytical, interesting character. Um, I think he might have this one right. The 
As this trial proceeds, the evidence is going to build up and build up and build up that Clemens is guilty of 15 different lies to the United States Congress. They are specified in the indictment. These are excellent prosecutors. These are prosecutors who are at the absolute peak of their careers as professional prosecutors. The guys we had in the Bonds case are working their way up to that level. Now we have two guys who know exactly what they're doing, and despite a brilliant lawyer, Rusty Harden, representing Clemens, uh, he is going to have a miserable three or four weeks here. How difficult will it be for uh, Rusty Harden to question uh, Clemens' former teammate, Andy Pettit, who has said uh, publicly that, uh, yes, Roger Clemens did use steroids, given the fact that uh, Pettit uh, has the look of the boy next door. He's a very religious guy. Uh, he's kind of a, a Jack Armstrong type character, if you will. How does Harden? How does Harden turn a guy who really is something of a hero into a villain in the eyes of those twelve people who will decide Clemens' fate? It's a very good question, Chet. He's not going to confront Andy Pettit. He's not going to be hostile to him. He's not going to attack him. It's going to be a couple of guys from Texas exchanging their views, going forth and back. As you mentioned, Pettit is this devout uh, Baptist. I expect Bible verses in the course of this cross-examination mm-hmm. coming from Rusty Harden. He will try to cozy up to Pettit, and then once he's cozied up to him, he will try to move him ever so slightly away from the damaging evidence into something good about Clemens. Will it work? It might. If anybody can do it, Harden can do it. But meanwhile, Pettit knows what he knows. I don't think you're going to move him off the fact that Clemens told him, told Pettit, he was using human growth hormone. Brian McNamee, the uh, former personal trainer for uh, Roger Clemens, the centerpiece of uh, the prosecution's uh, uh, case against Roger Clemens. If the Clemens legal team can't get McNamee to break on the witness stand... Where are they going? If they can't get him to break, where they're going is they're going to end up with a conviction, and uh, Roger Clemens is going to do a few months uh, in jail. McNamee is the key to the case. Uh, He does have problems with his veracity. He is vulnerable to cross-examination. Rusty Harden is a brilliant lawyer. But we got to remember, Brian McNamee convinced both the Republicans and the Democrats on the Congressional Committee that that he, McNamee, was telling the truth. It's the only thing that these Republicans and Democrats have agreed on on that committee in 30 years. And they all believed McNamee, and they did not believe Clemens. And I think probably this jury could end up making the same conclusion that the members of the United States House of Representatives made, and that is McNamee is truthful and Clemens was lying. My friend, uh, when you talk about uh, veracity, where is uh, veracity? Where is credibility? Look at Casey Anthony. I mean, her credibility on paper was uh, an F-, minus, and she skates. <laughs> it's unbelievable what happened in that case. Um, Where the, did the prosecution blow that case, in your opinion? The prosecution blew the case in the forensic evidence. They did not have a cause of death. The, the, when they found the body, it had decomposed to the point where the local people in Orange County, Florida, were unable to determine a cause of death. They probably should have brought in some experts to work on that to show exactly what happened to the little girl. The, 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 the prosecutors also 
had a very cavalier attitude about the case. They walked into it thinking they had a sure winner. They were smirking and laughing and giggling during the trial. Mm -hmm. There is no better way to antagonize a jury, which takes the case very seriously, than to be smirking and giggling as the defense is is presenting its evidence. So it was a, a very mediocre prosecution. They had holes in the evidence, particularly on the forensics, on the scientific stuff, and a, a great job by a couple of pretty fair defense lawyers there in uh, in Florida. Okay, my friend, uh, you're the prosecution. Uh, this is your moment. Opening argument. What do you want to convince the jury about Roger Clemens with your opening argument? What is what is paramount from your perspective? The first thing they have to do is convince the jury that Clemens did use performance-enhancing drugs. They will come out saying, here's what we have, human growth hormone, Winstrol, other steroids. Here is our evidence that he used these things. They will take his record as a pitcher as he went into his fifth decade on this earth, winning, 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 throwing 96-mile-an-hour fastball, striking people out. They have to show that there's something funny about his performance Uh, and about his records and how well he did into his advanced years. Then they will come back and say, our witnesses are Pettit and McNamee. But the first thing they've got to do is show that there is something wrong with Clemens' records. And once they've done that, they will have captured their attention. The rumored presence of the Oval Office. George Herbert Walker Bush testifying on behalf of Roger Clemens. If you're Bush... Why would you want to risk what legacy you have left? Knowing in the back of your mind, you might be riding a loser. Uh, They have to know. uh, We're talking about the first President Bush, and he has to know that Clemens is in real trouble here. Remember that at the time the Mitchell report was released, Clemens was on a hunting trip with the first President Bush. He had to come back from Cabo San Lucas and uh, to face these charges, And we keep hearing these reports and these rumors that Clemens is going to present character witnesses, people who will say he's a good person, he has integrity, he has a good reputation in the community. Very easily, one of them could be the first President Bush. They have not listed him as a witness. They don't have to yet. Uh, We will know maybe next week if they're going to try this. But it's a real possibility, and Bush would be uh, at some risk. Uh, doing that. Do you really think the first President Bush would have any bona fide impact on a jury? I don't know. This is Washington, D.C., uh, President of the United States, Vice President of the United States, Director of that, oh, that whole resume of his. I would think it would have some impact. Keep in mind, all you got to do is grab one juror and deadlock them 11 to 1, and, and we view that There's as a... a hardline Republican. Yeah, exactly. And... and, uh, and and once you deadlock him, that's a win for the defense. He is Lester Munson, America's premier sports legal expert. You catch him on ESPN.com, ESPN Television, ESPN Radio, etc., etc. I'm Chet Kapik. This has been Sports Court, brought to you by the wonderful people at American Taxi, Chicago's premier suburban taxi service. We'll catch you next time around. So long, everybody.